Hi, everyone, and welcome to Intentionally Out of Office. Are you someone who resists taking time off because it feels too stressful, not the right time, just too much going on? If so, today's episode is especially for you. Over the past couple of years, remote work and working from home has become the norm. What's considered a flexible work arrangement or an accommodation to be working from home has now become an everyday occurrence for people who are able to continue working from home. And maybe that could be in a hybrid environment as well. But the rise in people working from home seems to be here to stay. And this has led to people feeling more frazzled, tired, stressed, because the boundary between where our personal life with family and friends ends and our work life, where those begin and end is a little, little blurred nowadays. We're being stretched in ways that we have never been stretched before. And this is all the more reason to think about how you can intentionally spend your time on the weekends, on your vacations, or any time that you're not working. So this episode is an invitation to consider how taking time off can be both good for you, your health, your well-being, and also for the work you do. Of course, there is a prerequisite. You need to get things set up for work that don't cause you stress once you have disconnected so you can actually be in the experience. Your time off, though, is really an opportunity to rest and de-stress. Take a step away from some of your everyday responsibilities. Disconnecting and, and being out of office, even if your office is in your house, really gives you that physical and mental space to choose whatever you want your time to be. Get to choose your own adventure. But if you're feeling concerned about some of the drawbacks and what you might be missing out on and all the things left to do, I promise you most of them will likely still be there when you're back. Consider just a few of the benefits that we'll be talking about today and how your time off could actually build experience in other ways that would be helpful to your work. I thought of sharing this episode when I was reminded of articles that came out a few years ago, questioning whether travel helps or hinders your career. As you know, this podcast is coming from a place of reframing from scarcity and there's not enough time to can we be open to the possibility and how can we stay open to those possibilities and learn and grow in the process. So should be no surprise that my position is taking time off, whether you choose to travel far or near, is a great opportunity to get reconnected to you, your family, what you want for your life. I also came across this really interesting post on Instagram from someone I follow. She shared a question that someone had asked her. The question was, what if social media ends? What's your plan B? 
Her response was, I don't really have a plan B, but if I look at all of the things that I've done as a result of how I've been present on social media and all of the opportunities and partnerships that it has provided me, wow, do I ever have quite the resume from content creation to podcasting, developing partnerships, being a model, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that was such a wonderful way to conceptualize our world today. I know when I was growing up, there was still this idea of joining a company and being with that organization for the majority of your career. But times have really changed. And this idea of being in an organization or even doing one type of job, having one type of career, being in one industry is being questioned by a lot of people. There's lots of changes within the world that may result in you having to change your professional course. And I think people are also open to seeing the changes within themselves, that perhaps something that they chose early on in life, 20 years later, 40 years later, is not fulfilling them in the same way. And there is that opportunity to either go in a completely different direction or branch off. And so how can we see the changes in the world and the changes in the way of work as an opportunity to also have a more open mind about what's possible for how we build our skills for our professional lives. So let's talk about how taking time off, if you choose to go on an adventure, maybe in your local area, maybe further away, this could be going out for a hike in a nearby forest or walking path or on the beach or something further away, getting out of your own bubble and exposing friends and, and family members too to different ways of life can be such a gift. And it really helps to develop cultural competence. Now, you may be thinking, Melissa, going to the forest is not going to develop my cultural competence. And I would say yes. <laughs> In that example, I agree with you. So let's take it a little bit further. If you do go on that vacation, and you are able to pick up a few words from the local culture and the language that they speak there, it really opens you up to other ways of life in very subtle ways. You may be ordering dinner or communicating with someone that you cross paths with who's a local there. And those experiences they, they build in you. They become a part of you. And so through the interaction with others, you may find yourself becoming more aware of all the different ways that people live around the world. And this is also an invitation that you don't have to go far away and interact with strangers. You could also invite friends over for a meal. Maybe you go based on a theme 
or local produce that's in season or a special time of the year. If everyone brings something that is either their favorite or representative of a culture that they love the food or that they're from, it can really be a way to open your mind to see, oh, this is different than what I would usually do. And I never knew I liked this. Funny story as a side note, I never liked fish growing up. Really, I didn't know that I didn't like fish because we never ate it in my household. But then as part of a family that I spent so much time with, they ate a lot of fish. And I realized I actually do like fish. Makes sense because Canada is not an island, so we didn't eat a lot of fish. In terms of open-mindedness, what you might take away from that experience and seeing other ways of life, other parts of the world, it also sparks the creativity. And it could get you thinking about all the possibilities there are for things that you're working on. Not in that moment, but once you get back and you're integrating your experience, how might everything that you've taken in while away influence how you go forward in life? I remember when I was in the south of Spain, in Granada, and I studied Spanish there for close to a month. And I remember walking around around 8.30 or 9 p.m. at night, and it was very lively. I could hear people conversating and kids playing, laughing and living life. And I remarked how different that was to the life that I knew in Canada. You would not see such vibrancy in people's interactions at that time of day. Another example, which is different in terms of how you might open your mind up to some of the challenges that people face. When I also arrived for the same trip in the south of Spain, in Almeria, I had incorrectly assumed that a little bit of French, a little bit of Spanish, and English would allow me to communicate at the airport. I was gravely mistaken, and the language barrier was really real. And ever since that experience, I don't take for granted that my language skills in certain parts of the world are definitely a huge benefit, a huge privilege. And so that's helped me develop empathy for people who might find themselves in English-speaking countries and don't have the skills to be able to communicate what they want to communicate. The airport, it was very stressful to not be able to get the answer to my question about whether I needed a certain stamp in my passport. But I had to, you know, use my hands to make the, the certain signals I got to the point where, okay, I guess we're, we're going with this. And everything turned out fine. You might have heard that empathy is considered one of the most important skills to have. And it's written about in a number of articles. I've developed trainings on empathy and I've also attended trainings on empathy. 
it's really about developing your perspective and seeing how people live in different ways and how we can put ourselves in the shoes of other people based on our own experiences in life. Another example that gave me a lot of perspective was last year when I was with a friend taking another friend to the airport. They're Brazilian. So we arrived at the airport way later than I would have ever arrived at the airport. And she got out of the car and he got out of the car and they talked about how great it was to see each other and wish each other well and had this conversation where I was thinking in my head, okay, if this is me, I would be running and waving as I ran into the terminal. That was really a moment to pause and see the difference in the approach and the value that's put on relationships versus efficiency and following a schedule. And it was a great moment of reflection to understand that people do things differently. This woman made her flight. Everything was fine. Of course, there is the other side of that where if people are continuously late, there's going to be implications for that. But for that day and that experience that I was in, it was really perspective building on all the different ways that people approach experiences. I think too that being out of office and seeing the world, seeing your environment, whether you are a few kilometers down the road, in your own neighborhood even, or way further away. It's an opportunity to give you that physical space to ask yourself important questions. And it's not even always about asking yourself. It's about allowing the questions and sometimes the answers to just show up. Maybe you've been thinking about your job and you get to a point where you say, oh, it's not that bad. Or maybe you're thinking it is. Maybe you are having thoughts about what comes next. What do you need to do next? What do you want to do next? And without the physical space, which really facilitates the mental space, it can be a challenge to actually tune in and hear those messages and and feel what it is that you most want for your life. Deep, deep question. Many of us over the course of the last two years have also become master scenario planners and somewhat experts of managing through challenging times. So if it's not health-related, I would ask, can we see challenges that come up when we are out of our everyday work routine as an opportunity to show up. When we think about some of the problems that you can face in new environments, 
and some of the challenges you have to work through. Maybe you've been there before. Has anything ever gone wrong when you're away? Mm-hmm. I thought so. I've definitely had my fair share of luggage that showed up a day after me in Thailand or a couple days after me in Australia when I had packed all of my hiking things to go on a trip around Uluru and had none of it for the trip. (laughs) So there's a lot of last minute finding a solution, working through it that you might need to do in the moment when you're away in ways that I don't think we're challenged in everyday life. And so when you think about taking that experience back to being at work and facing a problem and trying to find a solution, you've almost developed a sense of trust within yourself to know, hey, if I can sit in an airport, for example, for more hours than I expected with a kid that's under one and be able to manage through it, I'm probably, I'm probably okay at facing this pressure in my life. So how can we see that as an opportunity to draw on all of the skills that are within us that we've developed through our experiences when we are not actually in office and not consciously thinking about, okay, if I do this, it will lead to this. All of these things are within you already. And lastly, I love when you are away, out of office, and you have the space for fresh new ideas. Have you ever heard from others, or maybe you've figured it out yourself, that some of your best ideas actually come when you are on a walk or in the shower? Or for me, it was swimming. Swimming, I I have a lot of deep thoughts. But I remember, especially at a very changing time in my life, I was swimming at an outdoor pool and all of a sudden I had all of these exciting possibilities pop into my head. What if you did this? And how would this fit into this? And how would it work with this? And that was truly a time in my life where I did have space to imagine what the possibilities were. And sometimes that time can be a weekend. Sometimes it can be longer. The most important part is, is that you're giving yourself an opportunity to experience it and to learn about yourself and about your own life and things that are important to you. A friend the other day also shared that time and your success is not linear. I take us back to early on in this episode where I shared about how the world of work has changed. And for me growing up, certain number of hours meant a certain number of outcomes, meant a certain number of uh, wages. And so there was this creation of a linear path. And I think there's also this idea of a linear path in life. But if I look back on my life so far, My path has not been linear and the ideas, if we allow them to come into our lives, 
can really create a life that feels fulfilling and maybe not what you expected, but something perhaps even better. Now, whether you're able to get on a plane and go away or you get in your car or you take a bus, get on a train, put on your walking shoes, this can be done anywhere, anytime. What I'm talking about is leaving your phone in the hotel room or at home and also as easily as switching off your data. I know this is impossible for everyone because sometimes there are other people to keep in mind and take care of and be in touch with. So this may just be putting some sort of block on your work life and allowing yourself to refresh mentally, recharge, be present for the activity that you're actually in in that moment. And that will help you be ready for new challenges. Being able to step out of my everyday routine and not be checking my phone and not be accountable to things that needed to get done, I came back feeling ready to go. I came back to my life ready to take on the next challenge. What I'd like to leave you with today is that taking time off can be both great for your overall quality of life and also for the work that you do in the world. It helps you move from doing to more being. And in the being of ourselves, what a gift if you can go back to your work and be present and be listening and be interested and be curious about what's possible for the work that you're doing with others, the work that is filling your life. Another point I wanted to share was something I saw many years ago on an advertisement. And it said something along the lines of, if you don't take care of your health today, you're likely going to have to pay for it tomorrow. What a really impactful message about the importance of taking care of our health and our well-being in a way that we can proactively have a role in our lives, have a role in the management of our own stressors, which are going to come, going to be a part of our lives, but how we integrate the moments of high stress, less stress, creating that mental space, that physical space that actually builds us into more resilient people in all areas of our lives. And finally, wouldn't it be cool to think how if you do step into this world of intentionally being out of office and disconnecting and being in the moment of your vacation or your weekend, whether you're by yourself or you're with others. What if that time could open doors for you that you may not even have known existed? I loved thinking about this because there's such opportunity in meeting new people, 
being aware and observant in our surroundings. And it can really help inform steps that we might not have known existed. Those connections might lead to other opportunities. And so intentionally disconnecting on your time off helps you figure out what adventure is it that you actually are going to choose to go on and be present for. It can also be a way to actually continue your education and growth as a person. So if you are really committed to advancing your career and wanting to be a better person every day, hey, I'm going to say that there's a whole world of education out there. As with all of these podcast episodes, everything is an invitation. So I hope that you take what's interesting to you and leave the rest. So thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. Until next time, take good care.